Call 1-800. Our paramilitary experiment escaped. Internet and welcome to the A to Z Horrorcast. This is the Creative of the Town podcast brought to you by us over at AtoZHorror.com. I'm Jack and sitting across from me is Jake. Now this might be the first time I've ever said this, Jack, but you did the right thing and I don't blame you. <laughs> <laughs> and sitting next to Jake is someone else who recommends burning down your enemies' houses with their family still in it because what's the worst they can do to you? It's Mark. Hello. Was that a quote from this? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Very weird quote. Okay. Or, it, Mark, did you recall. watch this movie? It goes real zero to 60. He's very calm when he says it, and that's even weirder. So, <laughs> For those okay. of you unfamiliar with our Cracker Jack operation, we watch and review one horror movie a week, and then we get drunk and argue about it. Now, this week, we watched a Mark pick. We watched 2014's The Guest, yep. uh, and we yep. will dive all the way into that real soon, including whether or not it's a horror movie, and fair warning, when it's we not. do... We're going to spoil we the absolute it. shit out of it. So, you know, ye have been warned. And, hey, we've got a Patreon going, but we are not where your money should be going. So, as it has been for like a year and a half now, all of our Patreon proceeds are going to continue going to Feeding America. Uh, so, you can head on over to patreon.com slash A to Z Horror. That's A-T-O-Z Horror and support the show at your level of choosing. Get some cool perks for your troubles. Know your money's going better than somewhere than better than our dumbasses. How are you going to splice that together? I think that was all the right words, technically. (laughs) Just in five of the wrong orders. Um, Either way, if you can't do that or just don't want to right now, that's fine. We appreciate you being here and hanging out with us, but do perform Ah. some act of good for someone who needs it, you fucking jagovs. We continue to use blacklivesmatters.card.co as a list of resources where you can help fight systemic racial injustice. And if you need a little escapism, hopefully you can have some fun and the horror world with us for at least the next little bit. So, boys, you know what that means. It's time to do the getting drunk part. So, in that score, let's do beers for fears. Hey, Jake. Hey, Jack. What are your beers for these fears? That felt long again that time. Did it feel long to you, Mark? It felt long. Yeah. Uh, this well, is... I said the words like six times in a row in the That's wrong order. That's fine. It, you know, whatever. It happens. Uh, bit of a hard movie to beer for me. I ended up going with... Uh, a beer by Warfield Brewery here in Idaho. They're up in the Sun Valley area. Warfield, this guy plays a soldier. And the, the name of this beer is Magnanimous. Um, I feel that that kind of matches the mood that he fires into the movie with. He comes in. He's ostensibly uh, friends, very good friends with the, the main family's late son from, from the war, I believe, in Afghanistan. And he had promised him that the first thing that he would do upon return was go and, and, you know, give his best wishes and tell his family how much he loved them. So this felt like it fit, but it was a bit of a struggle to get there. Happy with the overall result. Yeah, yeah, not so bad. I agree with you, Jake. This was a hard movie to beer. Uh, I went on a, a weird journey with this one. I had a couple of different selections, but ultimately I ended up getting some rolling rocks because I think okay. that exemplifies our his work protagonist and antagonist. <laughs> um, this guy is like Artagonist. the... the and antagonist. He's both. He's definitely I the antagonist. I said he's the antagonist. Oh. He's the, he is the antagonist, yeah. yeah. Um, he, this guy, guy is, a ro- is a rolling stone, and he gathers no moss, as rolling stones tend to do. Uh, he just moves from town to town, killing anyone who gets to know him or figure out his secret at all, and destroying any evidence of his existence in the prior place. So, leaving, gathering as little moss as is humanly possible, and being a rolling stone, moving on from place to place. <laughs> yeah. Mark. 
How about you? Uh, this was also a hard movie to beer for me, so I didn't beer it. Instead, I made some cockatiels. Um, I made myself a Fireball, a signature drink of the movie, which is... Okay. Now, which is what, Mark? Now, now per the movie, per, yes, it's thank you. cinnamon schnapps and Tabasco sauce. Didn't he say cinnamon whiskey and Tabasco? No. No, I went back and double-checked. He says they, he says cinnamon schnapps, which I'm not going to buy a bottle of cinnamon schnapps because that shit's... I'm going to use it for this and then never you could again. Probably get, you could probably get like a of it. Plus, you could use it at Christmas time. It's nice and Christmas That's drinks. I said too. Maybe. Maybe, maybe better maybe. if it was I, like Rumble Mints. I went, with, I went with Fireball. Cinnamon whiskey and yeah. Tabasco sauce. And just for the record, you went off recipe. Just let the record be shown. I made no. a single shot of this because, well, technically, it's a shot. I did a shot of fire of Fireball whiskey and then a t- Tabasco. How on much top. Tabasco did you took? Okay, that bad let boy. me tell you a story because <laughs> I, Mark, and I are are making this drink. We get the we we get the uh, whatever you call it, the fucking Fireball into the glass and. Um, I say, okay, I'm going to bring the Tabasco downstairs. And he says, okay, cool. And then not two seconds later, he has the lid off the Tabasco, and he's just upside down like the whole half a bottle. I don't know. So, so I, much. I got to tell you what. That's what I would have done, too. I think you got to go with a lot. I went with slightly less because you can always add to a recipe, but you can't remove. So I'm going to taste. I mean, we're not shooting this. We're going to taste it. I just might shoot on, mine. I'm not excited Well, you got to taste this. it first. I, that's the problem. Based, <laughs> that is the problem right there, Jake. Based on how the cocktail Jake. looked, I imagine it was like a lot. Like a I lot. That's what it's I'm like saying. Opaque. Unless yeah. the cinnamon, unless the cinnamon schnapps was a, a, a you know really red number five, artificially colored, then yeah, there were a lot of Tabasco in there. Right. But yeah. you know, now the second part of what I'm drinking right now is um, I see Jake over here drinking beers and I decided to, to, you know, level his, his night up a little bit. So I decided to order my friend here a blowjob shot. Uh, <laughs> and I got one for myself as well. Cause they sounded delicious. So this is Bailey's Kahlua and amaretto with some whipping cream on top. And, oh, well- and, and per the website I was looking at, you're not allowed to use your hands to drink it. You have to just go you down on it. <laughs> yeah. Well, well we're, we're- out. can I at least, Pour my shot at pour myself a shot of John Jameson to sure, join if, you guys. If it in a takes, shot? Yeah. yeah, I mean we're we're, we're gonna not, be sipping these, I think. Yeah, we, oh, but yeah. you can certainly but get you a can shot certainly of shoot some Jameson. No, I just didn't want to be not the only one not shooting something. I might I might be shooting this fireball drink because I am not looking forward to. You want to try oh, it? God, yes. Here we go. <laughs> this is this is also the longest beers for fears segment I think we've ever had, but well worth it. That's Not surprisingly bad. good. You both were surprised. Mikey likes it. I'm going to put some more Tabasco in it, but that's actually... I'm not going to shoot that. I'm going to sip it's that. It's quite spicy. It's quite spicy. That I put a lot more Tabasco in it than you did. That's Not pretty that good. Really hot. If you want... Wow. Yeah, it's kind of just spicy. It's it's well, too cinnamony. I need, I need a little bit more of that like vinegar to See, it. It makes me want to beat up a bunch of punk kids is what it does. I used to get a drink like that. I'd do like a dirty martini with a couple of splashes of Tabasco, but this sounds a lot better than that. You get used to it. Um, it's not better than that, Jack. It's definitely not okay. better than that. It's this not. Is, it's it's just so okay that I am shocked. It doesn't actively make me want to get sick immediately, which, which, which does is an improvement seem like upon would. what my yeah. expectations are. Uh, yeah, yeah, this is totally okay. Yeah. So there nice. you have it. I think nice. it's going to get old pretty quickly. Yeah, I'm going to end up shooting <laughs> the second half of this. I'm sure. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Very nice. Well, boys, ordinarily on the podcast, this is where we talk about what else has been rocking our horror worlds. But as we record this, it's uh, the literal first of the month as we record this. So How that's fun. in the name um, of God. So We've caught back up. 
it's time to tell. Yeah, we missed so many that we're back on track. Um, we uh, we got to talk about the horror release roundup. Uh, now, HRR is where on our website we'll kick you a full list of every horror movie we could find coming out of the course of the next month. That month being August of 2021. But here on the podcast, we're just going to hit you with a top one pick, a dark horse pick, and a bottom one pick. Well put. Let's start with Jake. Let's okay. start with top ones this week, okay. boys. Let's start top gonna, ones. You, wanna, you specifically want to end on a, on bad, a bad note. note. Fine. I want you to could, end on a dark horse. Note. You could end I'll on a middle note. Jack's Jack's a wild card here. He's wild card. I, I mean, let's just okay. We're not going to bury the lead here. This is the month that is Candyman. Uh, yep. That that would have been my top one. I think it would have been all of our top ones. Yeah. Everyone should see that movie. It's going to be at worst very watchable and great for horror to come out. So yeah, I didn't I mean, look, pick it. Well, I'm, okay. <laughs> I didn't pick it. What do you want to say? What do you want to say about Candyman? I did picked you pick it, it. So I'll talk. I'll okay, talk, talk about, about it. Of course I did. Give it its moment. Look, if I didn't pick it, none of us would have picked it, and that would have been a goddamn shame because the trailer... Look, we all said we picked it, and then we picked something else. Yeah, the movie looks great. This is also very notably... Uh, first feature film from Nia DaCosta, the director, which is shocking because it looks so You say that like people know her name, though. Uh, Yeah. You (laughs) will. Everyone was saying Jordan Peele's Candyman, and he's been saying, like, nope, Nia DaCosta's Candyman. Dumbasses. But it is obviously Monkey Pop Productions. They're not in the business of making bad movies. The trailer looks amazing. I think it's a really cool twist on the classic Candyman story where, like, he, like, possesses one of the guys who was in the movie. Like, it just looks really good all around, really well put together, really cool effects. I am just very on board for this. Yeah, I uh, concur. Don't you see? (laughs) There was no secret ingredient. You were the candy man the whole time. Oh, boy. Okay, (laughs) should I get into my actual top one? Yeah, please. So, okay, here's the deal. What else would that be from? I don't know, like an old school something. It's just one of those things that's like in the zeitgeist. They definitely make fun of it in Futurama. I don't know. So here's the deal. My top one, that, well, my second top one, right? Okay, we we got it. Your top my top, two. my second, second top of one. your top, two. my second top one, yes, uh, is the Nighthouse. Okay, do you guys remember this one? Yes, notably short trailer that always helps. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if the movie will follow suit. Here's my take on August as a whole. I thought this was a weird month. Candyman, objective banger. I think that people will be excited for Don't Breathe Two, but I don't think that movie needs to exist, and it's weird to me. So I couldn't can't get on board. But it's undeniably Full agree with you there. It's undeniably a big movie. Outside of that, I thought there were a lot of what I saw from the releases this month were okay movies that I'm not particularly interested in. It wasn't like, oh, here, this is a list full of stinkers, to me at least. It was a bunch of movies that looked okay. The Nighthouse actually piqued my interest. It was a quick-hitting trailer, good setup, and I thought that it introduced what looked to be a very competently made film with cool scares. Always good when you have a weird-ass little voodoo doll in it as well. I think that slow burny style is also going to come through in this movie, and that's basically tailor-made for me. So it's one that I'm planning on seeing. I'm not really sure we see a theatrical release here. I don't know what that means in particular at this point, but I'm going to seek it out whenst I can. This oh, one is, is the one where, like, huh. it's the the like widow figure, like learning yeah. some distressing things about her husband. That is the synopsis of the film. <laughs> Precisely the synopsis. A widow begins to uncover her recently deceased husband's disturbing secrets. Oh, well, I said it in far fewer words. The disturbing secrets are that, I guess, he practiced voodoo. Potentially. I I don't know. We're going to see see how it pans out. But it it does look like it's going to be one of those uncovered, you know, some disturbing shit in a slow burn fashion. Probably not many people. Quite indie. 
that's for me. Okay. Mark? Interesting top one pick. Well. My uh, 1B is Demonic, which I'm kind of taking the easy out here because this is another big one for the month. But it's, yeah, it gets worse. It gets, oh, Jake just took another sip of the fireball. That time wasn't as good. I think I need to upgrade my take on this thing. (laughs) Mark, Mark. No, I've I've already seen Demonic. It came out a few years ago. It stars Sarah Highland. It's one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, no, great name. This is a remake of it. It's not. Those, the two properties are not related. Um, Demonic is Neil Blomkamp's new movie. Uh, Neil Blomkamp of Chappie and District 9 and... <laughs> yeah, the first thing you say is, ch- you say is Chappie. Steel, I think. He no, made a movie no, that's not just, like so South African this time. No, Yeah, notable director of everything that has come out of South Africa. Yeah. Um, this one, I, I thought this was going to be a lot more like generic and straightforward, um, but I actually kind of like what they're doing here with these weird glitchy effects from a computer program that appears to have been written in couldn't 1999. It, couldn't it get old, though? I, I think they're doing it in a way that excuses how shitty the effects look. It, that yeah, I I like that. I, I like the way this movie looks. And sure, it's a I'm thing. always a good one for this type of story. I mean, it, it is demonic possession at its heart, which is uh-huh. definitely overdone. But well, uh, possession. Yeah, I mean, this one's demonic, but the possession take is interesting. Oh, really? What makes you think it might be demonic, Jake? Because they go out of their way to exposit about It was a dumb demons. joke. The movie's okay. called fucking demonic. Well, oh yeah, it is. Fuck, I forgot already. <laughs> the name is not good, okay? I'm just trying to say, like, this is the second take that we've had recently that is a possession-based movie that is done in such a strange way with Cronenberg's uh, recent possessor. Oh, yeah. I yeah. think that these kind of, like, obviously that wasn't, like, really demonic, but I kind of feel like... Someone somewhere put out like a one word prompt to all these guys and then Blomkamp and Cronenberg took it, took up the mantle to be like, we're going to make a weird fucking take on this. Yeah, here we go. go. Buckle up, boys. Yeah. So this looks weird, but I I like the pick. It was near the top of my list, too. Yeah. I just think it could be unpalatable in terms of how it looks over the course of 90 minutes. Could be. Jack, did you have a 1B? Uh, uh, No. Okay. Cool. Mark. (laughs) I also I was, int- I was interested in your take, but I want to revisit something you said that didn't have to do with your take. Were you doing a joke when you said that Neil Blomkamp directed Real Steel? I truly cannot remember who directed. He one hundred percent didn't direct. Just Real say it Steel. with confidence, Mark. Just say it with confidence. It's about robots, and it's as stupid as Chappie. But he one hundred percent did not direct Real Steel. He directed Pacific the Rock'em Sock'em robots movie. He but directed that- every robot movie. Yeah, including Transformers. Pacific Neil Rim. Blomkamp's yeah, Transformers. Yeah. Neil Blomkamp's AI starring starring Haley Joel Osment. I don't think Neil Blomkamp's uh, Bicentennial Man. I don't believe that Real Steel has literally anything to do with South Africa. Oh my god. I think it was just a robot movie that came out the same year as Chappie. Okay, and it's well, also fine. Good. And they're both very stupid. <laughs> Look, Neil Blomkamp's <laughs> living rent-free in my head right now. So, so I just had <laughs> update. I just had to shoot the rest of that fireball, and here's the thing. What it started to do was my mouth ma- and this is gonna be weird, just picture it, okay? Or try, try yep. to feel it. My mouth tastes overwhelmingly like cinnamon, and my lips taste overwhelmingly like Tabasco. And those two sound all bad when you combine them in distinctly different areas that the flavors can kind of like butt up against each other. It's weird. I'm staring down the rest of mine, and I don't want to do this. I retched a little. (laughs) Does that help? We'd we'd have to be a super soldier to drink this. I think. Oh God! Don't (laughs) you're cheating now. You're spilling it on yourself. Do it. Let the record show I didn't spill Just anything. Just do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It, it wasn't as bad as I thought it'd be, but final verdict but went, went from okay it's to like pretty bad. 
<laughs> All right, well, let's uh, cleanse our palate there by talking about some other stinkers. What's our bottom one picks? Jake, what is your bottom one pick? Hold on, I have to scroll down the preposterously long list. My bottom, my bottom one pick is that cocktail. <laughs> oh, yeah, I went with this month's forgettable zombie movie. Um, what the oh, hell shit. It? Well, jump on board here. The, the SOZ. Saws. Yeah, I'm tr- I'm actually going to try to do it the justice of, like, soldados o zombies. Uh, yeah, I picked, yeah, I picked I this, mean, too. So, yeah, for me, we've had... A, I, I've done this for a while now, and despite what you guys say about me being the zombie guy, um, there are too many zombie movies. You have to do something pretty damn novel for me to be interested in seeing one of these at this point, and the whole... But they're mutants this time in a jail, like, isn't enough. It's not enough. The mutant thing is kind of insulting, actually. The jail setting could have legs. I don't think this movie does. See, now, Jake, you you are still the zombie guy, but just in the same way that, like, if you're a beer guy, you don't have to like all beers. You just have a good taste for beer. But in that, exactly. Okay, now you're a zombie connoisseur. Then you guys yeah. are zombie guys, too, because you're like you a, don't like all zombie movies, but you like a some. Zombie, yeah, you're a zombie sommelier. Oh, my God. A zom. <laughs> I, we got it. This Thank is you. my bottom one pick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I picked it, too. Also, this looks, apart from it being not in English, it looks so generic. And the language doesn't really change anything about how generic it is. Just my yeah. experience watching it, will, the only novelty will be that it's not in English. It looks so generic. Like, right down to the way it opens with, like, military guys on a darkened road being attacked by zombies from the shadows. Oh, I mean, God. and that's actually... I, yeah, yeah. I don't know why I was going to say actually that's exactly right. Yep. So no boring. So generic. Not interested. It is also seems to me that Amazon saw how well the Netflix zombie Zack Snyder movie did. It was like, what zombie movie can we buy and release like now? Yeah, yeah. exactly. We yeah. need to get on this, this, this coattail. Let's go. I mean, it turns <laughs> out movies like this make money. So, whatever. Yeah, I'm technically, sure. for the record, this is a short series. It's like 11 episodes or something like that. No way. Yeah. Wait, this even, is a movie? Correct. Even more bottom one. Holy shit. I'm so happy now that I picked this. If I remember correctly, I'm fairly confident that this is a what? show. I don't remember seeing anything that might, about that, but that I was pretty be, bored by it. Yeah, that might be the only thing this movie could have done outside of being in English that would have made this less interesting to me. Well, <laughs> it did it. Well, it could so. have been like 35 episode series. Oh, once it hits series of any number, it's it's kind of just lumped. Yeah, together. wait until it's like epi- like season seven of Saws. This shot is still hurting me. I know it's. I'm I'm really sorry. <laughs> like I'm like the borderline body rejection right now. <laughs> yep, I'm right there with shooting. You, it was actually the wrong choice. It should have uh, been small sips for two hours. I don't get um, heartburn, but, but you have heartburn now. I think I do. <laughs> You've opened the floodgates. It's yeah. never going away. I didn't used to get heartburned, and then I turned 30, and now it's all I have. All See, the time. Jack, if it makes you feel any better, I used to get heartburn, and then when I turned, like, 26, it just kind of went away. So well, you might have an opportunity somewhere. I went the wrong direction. Yeah, yeah, now I just know. need to, what, wait another 26 years to, for it to go away again? Yeah, it comes in cycles. It's 26-year cycles. It's like yeah. a Jeepers Creepers type of thing. Totally. Mark, well, I'm sure when I'm 56, one? I won't have any other health issues to worry about. <laughs> no, there, no, no com- comorbidities or whatever you call it. Mark, what's your bottom one? My bottom one is the return, uh, yeah, which okay. it's been a long time since I've seen a completely unapologetic shitty smoke monster, yeah. and that's what this movie does. And very, I think that's what bad. this movie thinks is it's like tour de force thing that it does. Like, oh, what kind of movie did you make? Oh, it's a smoke monster movie. Jealous. <laughs> No. <laughs> and literally no one's jealous. I don't know. This seems highly generic and pr- pretty boring. The writing in the trailer yeah. seemed 
pretty on the nose where it's like, it's gone. How do you, wait, it's not gone. How do you know? Because it never goes away. And then it grabs her by the ankle and then pulls her down the stairs or whatever the fuck. I mean, I don't know. It's just the, the only thing that this had going for it is that I will remember this film because for the first quarter of a second, I thought that was Robert Pattinson on screen. No, you'd know. What a weird chase that'd be for Quarter Robert second. I don't know, dude. Have you seen the shit? That guy would probably make this. Yeah, he, does, he like, just no. He does he like seeks out like some random low budget C level. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, so like insane. He's doing like weird indie art films and then being Batman. Also, like not a lot of in between with that Wait, guy. Robert Pattinson's Batman now. Yes, Robert Pattinson's gonna be Batman in a movie coming out like next year. Oh, you should check that trailer out. It looks like he'll do a pretty good job too. What an of ab- course, he's gonna do what a an good job. Robert hero. Pattinson's awesome. What an absolute yeah. <laughs> hero. This does kind of remove him. He's that that makes him a little different from Elijah. No, Elijah Wood played Frodo. That's a big enough role. He yeah. can continue. No, to no, but roles. like Elijah Wood didn't return to a big he didn't, budget. He's gonna like, have to. He's gonna have when they make the, they're inevitably making more Lord of the Rings shit, he's gonna have to do something that's more than a cameo. And if he Was does, he in any of those Hobbit movies? I don't think so. No, he was not. No, because he's not great. born yet. How the fuck would he be there? He comes out two hundred <laughs> years later or whatever. They would have found a way. They he found a way comes they found out. Way. Dude, it's it, how do you no, think Hobbits are born? What they the, found the a Hobbit is the Hobbit ways. is Bilbo. Like that's that's just Bilbo, right? But don't Hobbits age super duper slowly? They age a little more slowly, but not hundreds of years. Slowly. Mark, it's not D and D rules. When when the thing that was weird in the oh god, Lord of the Rings moment. The thing that was weird in the Lord of the Rings was that Bilbo was having his 111th birthday and he looked young like a 60 year old. He's he should be super old and dying at 111. They live so, a little bit longer, but not that much longer. How much longer after the Hobbit is Lord of the Rings? Like 50 years? Okay. Well, still, how old is Frodo in Lord of the Rings? Uh, in the real Lord of the Rings? Yes. I in think the book. he's like almost 40. So he's not out yet, is he? No, but you said like 200 years. My nit is not with that. My nit was with your timeline. Oh, okay. okay. You fucked that all up. We're getting off it. We're off it. I'm off it. <laughs> I, dude, like Jack, it. you don't know the pain I'm in right now, dude. Listener, come for the horror release roundup. Stay for the nitpicky Lord of the Rings Tolkien bullshit. <laughs> Where Mark was correct to begin with. Well, he said 200 years. That's he was what fundamentally got my goat. correct, though. Yeah, but he got my goat with a different thing. <laughs> my, goat, good. my goat got got. What do you want from me? I'm so lost. We've all done our bottom ones, right? Bottoms I, one. What was Let's yours, Let's go Jack? to Dark Horse pick. Oh, His yours was, was also mine. His was Soldados, yeah, okay, so zombies. What? What is your dark horse pick? My dark horse is actually the demonic because that uh, the the whole the visual effects, the visual could, effects could can get good, the can go awry. So I don't and have much else to say. The movie I saw Neil Blomkamp make was very dumb. What, what was, was that last movie? movie? Chappie. Oh. I don't know. I, I, I think he's made Chappie. a couple. I think he's made a couple since then. But I, I the last one I saw was Chappie, and I did not care for Chappie. <laughs> District Chappie. Nine was great, and I thought DeAntwood's performance in Chappie was inspiring. <laughs> Inspiring. How can an angel break my heart? <laughs> oh my god, Jack! How about you, dude? I have nothing else uh, to say about this. I picked the stairs, and I am yeah very I like excited it. No about the stairs. way! No, dude. I'm fully what? on board with this take. Actually, dude, the movie might be bad. Yeah, but that prop and the stair- idea yeah, this- of this movie will stick with me forever. forever. If you're lost <laughs> in the woods, just hiking randomly through the woods, and you come across a pristine staircase to nothing. That's the scariest thing I could think about. I believe. This- the staircase is super fucking cool looking. I agree, and that and like the, the like Y shaped forks up. Yeah, totally. The land like the not really a landing. I agree. The thing that was weird was like I that looks super cool. Landing. And then yeah, but it's like so small. I picture landings being more like I understand, Mark. We're not going to do this again. We're not doing this again. Okay. okay. <laughs> Here's the thing though. <laughs> yeah, After that was here. shown, it went into this place where only if you've seen uh, the interior, you're going to follow me on this one. So basically, no one will except for. I could think of like one listener who will. 
We're with the. We're with you. We're going. Uh, yeah, it had a lot of shots that made me think it was going to go in the direction of articulating a jump scare in the fashion of the one that's in the interior, which everyone should watch because it's great. And then it's very obviously not going to be executing in that style. Very yeah. obviously, with the. I mean, there's a lot of like pretty choppy acting here, and you just have more people. It's not the same style of movie, right? So I don't think that this is going to qualify for being the. It didn't get me excited for people getting fucked with in the woods. Hey, it wasn't I, near my bottom, but it wasn't a dark horse because I'm just sure it's going to be bad. The stairs if, look cool, but though. If it's competently made, this I mean, I this know. is an all-time idea. You have to watch this. We now. gotta, we I, gotta I'm planning plug. We gotta plug the fact that there is a person in a full-body flame retardant suit running through the woods, just head to toe on fire, too, in a pretty great practical effects stunt. Yeah, sure. You yes. light someone on fire, you get a prop. So you get props. I mean, you also get prop. Yeah, you get prop. There's a prop involved, <laughs> yeah. probably. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I had to clarify. For as small as this movie is, they did a good job with it. Yeah. They absolutely did. It I, ended I up somewhere in the middle for me. I haven't been able to figure this out, but it also has the vibe of being based on a book, and if it is, I'm going to find it because I'm very interested in that book. Why? Because it's called The Stairs? No, just because a book, a well-written book based on that idea would also be super cool, probably more so, because you picture it in your mind. I get it. I don't think this is a bad pick, Jack. Don't get me wrong. I do like he's just he's just interjecting like if this is a book I want to read that book. Of course he is, dude. It has he's, the vibe of being a book, and I want to read it. He has to fulfill fantasy points from like three years ago, Mark. Yeah, and I appreciate that. <laughs> I didn't I think stop that was reading my category. It was your category. Yeah, yeah. Hoorah. You're not getting points anymore, for the well, record. I don't even think we're doing that. I don't even think we're doing that anymore. Sorry, I'm literate, Mark. What's your dark horse pick? You should be. I uh, I picked John in the hole. Okay. Which is the one about this psychopathic tennis playing twelve year old who decides to trap his entire family inside of a hole. Well, in the maybe, forest. maybe psychological. Who knows what this movie's going to be? It seems uh, like it, it's going to be tons of fun. Oh, barrels of laughs. Barrels. Um, I think th- this could channel like the right level of interesting from like a good night mommy type movie. Yeah, I think uh, that's what it seems like with it's the for. each sec sec. With yeah, uh, ikse ikse, right? No. I think, uh, I don't know how to speak German. I don't either. Clearly, uh, yeah. from all of the German speakers who just heard me say the thing I just said, we um, are popular in Hamburg. Ikse ikse, very popular. It's, it's I'm sorry to our Hamburgesians. Interfamiliar cruelty mixed with this absurd well that they have. That's like a perfect square. It's it. It's basically the the episode of Twilight Zone where all of the the like five characters are in the perfectly circular stage trying to get out and then they all end up being action figures yeah. or something like that. The setting looks cool though. Yeah, the setting looks really cool and basically that's why I'm choosing it as my dark horse. On yeah. the strength of the setting, that's yeah. what's that's It it does look cool. And for the record because I, I don't think anyone would misconstrue our sarcasm at this point, but this movie is not going to be fun. Any fun at all. No. Guaranteed. No, sir. Um yeah. <laughs> they go out with walking on sunshine. That would be how you pull the old swisheroo. And then you do it the other way. And it's just like this actually is barrels of rainbows and laughs and butterflies and bubble gum and popcorn and cotton candy. Keep going. I can't. Okay. I obviously was struggling. I I have an update. The blowjob shot's pretty good. Blowjob shot's substantially better than the fireball. This one actually is pretty good. Yeah. I like this. I like blowjobs. I don't know what to do with that. Just cut. Just cut right there. <laughs> no, don't cut that. Do we have any other movies to mention? I like turtles. Do we have any other movies to mention? <laughs> not nice not really. To save we, yourself. 
We already mentioned uh, Don't Breathe 2, which is a movie that looks good but doesn't need to exist. Other no, than that, God, there isn't no. a they, ton it, here. Trying to save I, that character, it appears to be what they're doing, and we don't need to. People have no, I'm uninterested in Don't Breathe 2. I did yeah. want to talk about The Old Ways, which appears to be like a Latin okay. American witch. Oh, the witch. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. That looks pretty good. Uh, yeah. The costuming looks tremendous. Really? If nothing cool. else. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, How about I mean, Teddy, I'm, Jack? So, oh, I Teddy looks Teddy cool, because too. Because that one was in French, and I, at least for me, I couldn't find English cl- captions, so uh, I didn't know what the fuck was going on. You got it's, this. You got You, you know I what they were saying. I mean, it's text clues. Comedy yeah. horror, right? I mean, it's very clear to me that it's supposed to be funny, at least based and on the trailer. And than hell. Yeah, it's like if Shaun of the Dead was about werewolves, and Shaun I mean, kinda, was a werewolf. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like, I don't know, looks well enough put together I, it looks i mean it looks weird and kind of gorgeous and i feel like we've said that a lot like at least twice a year about french movies in the last i don't know five years probably it's trend they There's... come along infrequently enough that they can basically do whatever the hell they want and it still becomes remarkable that they're coming out as yeah. long as there's like an ounce of personality to them then we yep. like them Yep, I thought the last matinee, aka the last manatee, looks cool. The last manatee, the last dugong. <laughs> I, that did lead me to Google the difference between a manatee and a, du- and a dugong, and it turns out they are in fact different things. I kind of like a dolphin and a porpoise, right? Similar differences. Sure. I mean, yeah. they actually look substantially different. Um, they're they're kind of the same general form, but like the face of a dugong and the face of a manatee look very different. So do dolphins and man or dolphins and so do dolphins and manatees, Mark. Dolphins and manatees look almost nothing alike, other than that they're <laughs> so, sort of cylindrical, seafaring mammals. I'm willing to bet that they're like it's like exactly the same difference as a dolphin and a porpoise. Okay. Uh, the last one that could become relevant this <laughs> month is um, Brand New Cherry Flavor, which is a Netflix series. You it's never know where they're going to go with it. so hard. It'll be popular me. for three days. They made uh, the, the money, the man. The name of this movie turns me off to it so much. I don't know but what isn't about this, it is okay. horrible, but I, I'm aggressively uninterested in it because what of What is the, the property that this is based off? A it's graphic a, novel. It's, it's a, a graphic, graphic novel, novel called And they're making a series, so sign Jake out. But they're making a series about said graphic novel. They dude, they'll make a graphic they'll make a, any graphic novel into a limited series on that. Well, here you go. Yeah. And it'll it. be like you said though, it's gonna be it'll probably be in that top ten thing that you see when you fire up Netflix for a week. Yeah, just like Sweet Tooth was. Mm, yeah. We'll see if so. Like we said, by the time we'll talk about this next week when I talk about. By the time this episode comes out, listener, this all will have already happened, and you won't know because you won't be able to go to Netflix and check. So it'll already be gone. Well, that's not true. It comes out on the thirteenth, so that's probably roughly around the time that this has been out for. Really? Yeah. Okay. Good point. Jake, when you said that they'll make a graphic or they'll make a movie out of every graphic novel, that was I Mark. Was thinking? Oh, I was thinking True. to myself, why, why haven't I seen a uh, movie based on uh, the Sandman yet? Neil Gaiman's like classic graphic novel, and then I just Googled it, and it is an upcoming Netflix uh, movie <laughs> based on. It's coming out in like November. <laughs> yep. Is it a movie or a series? Uh, television drama series. Good, goud. Most yep. graphic novels are long enough that you can't really do them as a movie. I mean, The Watchmen was like a pretty short graphic novel, and it was a three-hour-long movie. Okay, but that did not need to be a three. That's just because Zack Snyder had to jizz all over himself. Do not badmouth The Watchmen. That I didn't like rules. it. It's not a good movie. That's a good. That movie. was the one that everyone was like, "Jake, this is going to change your opinions of superhero movies." And I watched it, and was like, a totally "Literally, one of our friends balloon. had that." It was opinion. like, I think it was you. <laughs> I think so, it was that's you. one of our friends. Yeah, that's, right. I, I, that's exactly <laughs> Don't right. Don't speak isn't it? about yourself like this. <laughs> Whatever, that movie's great. One I of our smartest, most handsome time. friends told you that. <laughs> <sighs> uh, 
Uh, I got nothing else to say. Should we get the oh fuck my. to the feature presentation? Sure. Get the fuck to the feature presentation. I was going to say get the fuck out of here, but then I forgot there's a whole podcast left to do. <laughs> 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 Over at ADZHorror.com this week, we watched 2014's The Guest. Now, Mark, you picked this movie. Sure did. Explain why and explain to me if it's a horror movie or not. And if not, why you picked it. Do okay, the second one so first. a few things went into this. When I when I chose this on the draft, you'll recall that I said that occasionally there's just a movie that you see pop up all over the place. Lies. I won't recall that. Yeah. <laughs> Jack, you were physically present, but not actually. Um this was one of those movies that I've seen pop up randomly recommended like across the board in various interesting places. Um, anytime there's a thread of like, hey, what's kind of an unsung movie that no one's watched? Typically, it's in like a horror Reddit type stuff, right? Like, well, I mean, a- okay, let's talk about who made it. So and then That's and then why. as I was looking into it, yeah. I always thought it was kind of frankly in my mind, I had always associated this with like the Hitcher, the remake from like 2008 or whatever. Okay, and I think it's because they're their posters are somewhat similar for sure. Um, and I've always seen it in like, I mean, it's been on Netflix, I think for almost its entire run. So I've seen that and I was like, eh, whatever. It seems kind of like a, probably like a cheap action horror thing. Maybe I'll get to it eventually. Maybe in like the vein of like joyride or the hitcher or something like that. Right. Yeah. Um, never got around to it. Didn't realize who made it found out recently, right before our draft, there was an Adam Wingard thing. Um, Simon Barrett, who and Simon Barrett, who are the creative team behind Your Next, my favorite horror movie. Um, and at that point, I was like, I haven't seen this. It's talked yeah. about highly and recommended somewhat frequently. I want to go in blind. And one of the things about going in blind is occasionally you pick a movie that's not a horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually shocked because when we get to the part that's next, where it's like, how many times have you seen this? I thought you had seen it. I have not ever seen this before. Oh God, are Except we all for this a one first time, time viewer? This is a first time all around. I hadn't seen this either. Oh, yeah. See, that's an interesting thing, because yeah. this is like a really, relatively well-watched movie. Totally. I mean, I've heard about it. For I've heard years. about it a lot. I'm in, I'm a very aware of the movie, and I, I knew that it was made by the folks that it's made by. However, for some weird reason, I thought it was Paul Walker. He kind of looks like he Paul looks, Walker. He looks like, I like get Paul that. Walker vibe Well, when it's, when it's just the poster, too, because that's what I know. Yeah. Yeah, everybody knows the poster. And then it's I go not, in and I'm like, that's not Paul Walker. It's not far removed from a from Joyride's poster either. Sure, yeah, yeah, okay. The, the single dude but, with the bold red text across it. I think that's what was in my brain. It's just yeah. It was a classic. commercial cool. failure, right? Like, pretty I hard. Don't. Was it? But I, yeah. You tell me. Well, I can't. I mean, it, it was. I was just, like, that was the vibe I had You asked it, a question. Yes, cost, it was. Estimated budget $5 million, It made $2.7 million worldwide. Yeah. That's not what you're looking for. Yeah, but if this is one of those like Netflix staples that they've had forever, I mean, it's, it's, it's definitely that cost over time. It's a cult classic. One hundred percent. It made more than two and a half million dollars over the last ten million ten ten years on Netflix. Not necessarily. I mean, Seven if the movie's years. doing really poorly, Netflix could buy the rights to it for a flat fee, like not a years or royalties thing. They do that. A lot. Well, I mean, it's doing something. I'm not sure. I'm not sure this should have been a commercial success, but we'll get into that. <laughs> I'm, eventually yeah I'm, uh yeah so no views no first viewings all around first all viewings, around. yeah i i really like doing this thing uh that i've been doing the last three rounds where i draft a movie that i either that is a complete blind pick for me like i'm aware of it but i haven't watched it yet and that's gotten me into some trouble recently but whatever <laughs> i i i 
as we get further and further into this project, the the more and more I appreciate the whole idea behind going in blind. That's really the true, the true, true of horror movie watching. You no, just I don't mean, know a- what you're going to get. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, going in blind is fantastic. Um, well, Mark, you picked this movie. Yes. And you know what that means. You have to hit us with a 30-second plot synopsis. 30 seconds are on the goddamn clock. It's going to start when you start. Welcome to small town New Mexico, question mark? Yes. Where David, a secret super soldier, comes in claiming to be the friend of a the past relative of the family that he begins to help. And by help, I mean systematically murder everyone around them or beat to shit the bullies in the high school. Uh, all of this comes to a head when the military police come to rein him in and he decides to just go on a fucking rampage throughout this entire town. <laughs> there's grenades, there's guns, there's straight razors, there's... Uh, Super soldiers. Time. Time. I mean, yeah. you, you, you didn't even didn't tr- mention I, that he was the, a super soldier. The, no, he did. If, if I, the start, I, I mentioned it twice. I the think. interesting thing about this plot synopsis is Mark didn't give a single fuck about actually finishing it. <laughs> <laughs> he just kept talking about the weaponry, and he yeah. knew not, he, he knew his time was coming to an end. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, you were you were showing it to me. I wasn't going to get that deep into it. And you, but chose you could have finished con- the plot. You didn't try. You just con- oh, you watched I the mean, time tick down and continued they, to just list shit. So he has to. So th- <laughs> there's too happening? much. There's too much nuance here to do it in like a thirty second oh. plot. Oh. <laughs> okay, Mark, finish. Give this me all the nuance. Okay, nuance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he befriends Micah Monroe, who is in this movie. He and befriends her. Yeah, they're they're Not, eh, for a minute. He you, she's the least well, friendly. I, I the think plot. I think I think the earnestness of his connection to their family is the magnanimity. True. Yeah, the magnan magnanimousness yes. of his actions are heartfelt at the beginning and he actually makes a connection with the two kids. Right? So he sets up the situation. There it's it's known at this point that he yeah. has to burn his trail. If people know he's alive, then it's it, he can't allow that to happen, so he has to tie up loose ends. In this case, he chooses to tie up the loose ends mm-hmm. by having the kids kill him by shooting him and then stabbing him, even though he's a super soldier and he just limps away at the end of the movie in a firefighter costume. Yeah. Okay. So that was your pl- says, what the fuck? In yeah. a very well, I mean that. I have questions movie. about that, but okay. Yeah. We're gonna continue with the normal proceedings, mm-hmm. and then we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. During question time, mm-hmm. well, Easy horror question. First, corner. we got to talk about what in the fuck subgenres of horror this fits into, which is a little tricky when it doesn't fit into the action genre writ large. Yeah, no, it's action. Action, it's yeah. Action. Um, I guess we're going this and then splatter a little bit. Although there is uh, shockingly no. little gore for there's not violence. it's not a yeah, splatter no at all. Splatter. There is some splatter. I mean, when he shoots the woman in the uh, like Jack, like just because there's in the gore middle of the day splatter. in the diner, the like th- that's a like a. Splatter, there's no. there's literally no. blood splatter. That's not what splatter That's, yeah. is. Yeah, splatter it's not is, splatter, it's not is splatter though. I appreciate the Over difficulty the because this doesn't really fit into horror because it's not a horror movie, and we're reaching at the boundaries of what horror is because that's part of our charter, gentlemen. I it's, think it's kind of just an action movie. To it's be an action movie. I the only other place I'd put it Halloween is, holiday. I. Yes, this is as much a holiday movie as Halloween, the original Halloween. Oh movie. my god, it's more. There's dude. Did you see that fucking? Dance? Oh yeah. My God. What we'll kind of high school neat pick? <laughs> we'll talk about the dance. <laughs> Good lord. Um, the only other place that I think this could fit is there's that sort. There's the subgenre of horror movies with like the stalker slash annoying neighbor slash like overbearing ex boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever. Yeah. 
that this kind of fits in there. Like the well, person I mean, who's in your house who's fucking with your life. The guest. Yeah, we have a serial the killer guest. subgenre also. Like, well, he's he is a serial killer, but not in the sense that I would normally expect from a serial killer horror movie. Well, That's, great. That, this is a different thing. This is like a person systematically fucking with your life type horror movie. Yeah, and I think that that's actually that that is what this is. It's as action and that whatever yeah, that in well, so far as this is a horror movie, it's that. Yeah. I think you could probably classify like literally the last scene like sequence of scenes as a slasher movie, but that's probably like the end of this movie is the same as the end of a slasher movie, but none of the slasher rings have. Yeah, they they right. throw in horror, they throw <laughs> in some like horror sensibilities to it because they can't help themselves. I mean, they're making a film. Like they're making a film and they're doing what they want and they work in some like Halloweeniness cuz it's what they like. I like, want a remake of the movie Universal Soldier and I want it to be in New Mexico and I want <laughs> it to be a wash in velvety neon and at a high school Question mark. And also, I want every character in this movie to be played by a, a very recognizable B-list actor. Yeah. Oh, my God. I cannot wait to talk about that. I'm so <laughs> excited to talk about Lieutenant Daniels. Oh, my God. Um, uh, so wait, who's t- Lieutenant Dan? You'll Lieutenant Daniels, What are you Mark, talking about? Dan. Who's Lance Lieutenant Reddick. Daniels? He played guy, Lieutenant oh, Daniels on The oh. Wire. And later, he's also later, I'm sorry. I'm later, sorry. Deputy Daniels and then Captain Daniels. Jack, please adju- uh, please address him by his correct name, Silence. which is Sergeant Broyles from Fringe. What about Silence from <laughs> Horizon Zero Dawn? Me fringe over the wire. Fringe is good. Fringe is an unsung classic. Why does no one? I talk just about gave fringe? Mark the cut that I thought he would like me. He didn't even react. It was Event Horizon. I don't remember him in that. He- Silence in Horizon Zero Dawn. Hori- oh 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 oh! I heard Event Horizon. It was Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah, that is that actually is another that's one. That's kind of a weird. Stop. It's an interesting. Stop. Let's talk about what the movie does right. And Lance Reddick <laughs> is the first thing I want to talk about. Keep going with Horizon Zero Dawn now. We don't have to. He's he, in it. He He's, he's a character a, in a video we're game. We're at the point in, in video games where you can be a voice actor for a video game and they just make the character look exactly like you. But it's still at the point where you're like, wait, is that Broyles from Fringe? Hasn't that been a thing for like 15 years now? When it's, did that Elliot Page game come out? That sucks. It's been a bit. Uh, uh, that a was while in college, ago. so at least yeah, at yeah, least a while ago, ten plus it's, years. Yeah, ago. So that's been a thing for quite some time now. You're talking yeah. about Beyond Two Souls, by the way. So anyway, God, he that was game sucked. Uh, it also starred Willem Dafoe. It wasn't. Oh my God, no shit. No, of course it did. Here's the thing, though. I don't disagree <laughs> wait, wait, with you, Jack. On, what? <laughs> you know, I hear Elliot Page, and I think, well, I bet Willem Dafoe's in that. Yeah, no, I trope of which I'm unaware. <laughs> if there's a weird fucking thing that most people probably don't like, I'm not shocked that Willem Dafoe was like, I ah, sign me up, bro. I mean, but James, I it. It I is am... a David Cage game, so okay. actually you're very close to correct. <laughs> but I'm usually correct. if it's a Willem Dafoe thing, I like it, and that is... Is that, that real? I'm sorry, did you like Antichrist? I think it's a well-made film. I liked his I performance go back... in it. I, I like the way podcast. his nuts got twisted off of him. I want to go back to a world <laughs> where I haven't seen How that. do you like that? How do you like... Yeah, I, I want to have not Chaos seen that movie. Reigns. That part I like. That liked. part I want. I only want to see that. I don't part. like all of the genital mutilation that you see. Here's another thing. <laughs> hey, what this movie does right? No genital mutilation. Yeah, that's something it does right. No, okay, Jack, I agree with you, but when we're talking about acting, Dan Stevens does a really good job in this movie. He, he does a great a job. Lot. Uh, I didn't know who the fuck this guy was. I still don't know who he is. I guess he's in uh, Downton Abbey, and he was in another movie right before this one that caused him to whipsaw in, in weight. So okay. my, my lovely wife watches Downton Abbey. She says he gained substantial amount of poundage for this. And and then reading the trivia for this, he did a, a movie betwixt 
Downton Abbey and this, where he actually lost additional weight. So he was like, he was whips on back and forth. Wait, so he was like like machinist level weight, and then he came back. And then up? he came back up to this. So when you talk now. about weight, you're actually talking about tacking on mass. When you when, I, when you <laughs> talk about vague weight, I think about him losing weight. Oh no, he gained weight. He got. For this. He got yeah, but, jacked for this. Yeah, but that's—I mean—that's right. Christian Bale he, was in the Machinist, and then first, al- after that was Batman. Yeah. So he like yeah. tacked on mass. Yeah. yeah, tack on mass. He did. He did the anti-raging. Ball. You lose weight or you tack on mass, Mark. That's the vernacular. Well, okay. I mean, I guess that's he fine. is jacked in this. He did a good job tacking on mass, but he's weight still pretty spelt. Just that's what I was gonna say. Is like he's not gravity. overly. It's believable to me. But he does a very good job of being very unassuming. Like you believe his kindness in the beginning. You're like, and there's a part of the training where they're like, whoa, hold on, super soldier guy. You can't get too buff because then people will be like, whoa, the fuck, who is this guy? It'll be like Arnold Schwarzenegger in Terminator when he's walking up to people. Well, and they tra- like Every Arnold Schwarzenegger where everyone around him treats him like a regular human construction worker in Total Recall. I think, it's like, no, what? Yeah, <laughs> I think the part about it that works, though, is, is, is that. It's that he comes across as like the general kind of, I was brought up in like an American household and like taught my manners and... Oh. Kind of yeah. an older, you know, right. start playing some like John Mellencamp right now. He was in like a very John Mellencampy house. He was an American boy. I, there's but that's so what I'm talking many. about. Calling everybody sir. Like he was brought up to then go on to the army in rural America type guy. So that's a good point that I hadn't written down as a note here. But I think they do a good job of realizing who this character would be had he been yes. a... Like, down-home country boy who joined the military, was good at his job, made some friends, was recruited into this program, along with the dead friend who's the yeah. brother of everybody yeah. in this movie. Yeah. Um, and, like, retained his personality despite being, like, genetically enhanced or whatever. I, we're going to get to that later. I, I think yeah, well, that's coming up in a later segment. <laughs> I, I think that it's interesting that early test audiences said they needed more of where he was coming from and what he was. So they shot a bunch of it. And this is entirely IMDb trivia page. So grain of salt with all of this. But what they said was um, they shot an additional tons of scenes that like just exposited, just vomited exposition about where this program was and what they did to him and all that stuff. And they ended up cutting it. So they went from no exposition to way too much exposition and then ended up cutting it back to just basically adding Lieutenant Carver or whatever the fuck his name is. One single Um, line to say he's a super soldier to, well, yeah, it's basically like (laughs) they, it's basically like bringing in basic. I think the original script was just like the military police show up and that's, Oh, so they shot the four-minute sequence where they were in the, the Where there's, place. like, the guy who knocks on the conference room door and is, like, d- d- David, like, whatever the fuck his name is, is apparently alive. Dudes in men's warehouse him. suits holding MP5s outside of, like, a law office door. David that was an Collins. insane scene. <laughs> I, yeah, I this to me, if, they, if that's real, that's a classic case of, like, you need... I don't know how they do their test marketing, but you kind of need to know who your market is. Like, who are you trying to make the movie for before you go out to test markets and listen to what people have to say? Because you and could get feedback that is not from your intended audience, and then you're not making a product that anyone wants. And this is the inexact science of movie making. Like, how do you get a random sample and ensure that the people who would have made this a cult classic yeah. otherwise aren't just like the random well, schmoes who are never going to like place. the movie no matter what? Like, I think you would test this at a genre film festival, but I don't know the history of the movie. Yeah, I don't think true. this would play to any. I mean, they made their la- their end product is a. It, this is still a genre film. I'm that, not like, positive they set out to make a horror movie here. I don't think they did either. So then why would you test it as a genre movie? Because not all That's who he's going to like it, I like, think. It's yeah, like an not, action yeah, movie exactly. for genre fans. Yeah, exactly. Whoa. But 
They, look at I, that, was, that was a surprisingly mind-blowing sentence <laughs> for how simple it was. Mark, I, I, I'm very appreciative of that trivia. I don't know what the other versions of the like amounts of exposition they included were. Like, I don't know if either one of those was any better, but I know what they ended on was wrong. They ended on the wrong amount of exposition. <laughs> I can tell you that for goddamn well, sure. Well, so what amount of it? So the, the, two, the two ends of the spectrum, we landed in the middle. The other end is they we cut didn't end all in the of middle. this stuff. We didn't no. end in the middle. We, we ended, ended close to 2% into no exposition. Yeah. We ended 2% away from no exposition. <laughs> I would have needed like 10. You want, you 10. want, so I, I just want to try and clarify. You want more exposition. Yes. Like just a hair more. Just a well, not, hair more. Okay. See, that's exposition. I thought you were making the opposite no, point No, exposition's a dirty word though. I want, I want more. Exposition's not a dirty word. Exposition's it can be fine. We, on our podcast. It no, no, like we don't have is. a problem with exposition. We have a problem with like stop the flow of dialogue so someone yeah. can look at the camera and explain to you the backstory. I did need a little more. I actually don't even have a problem with that if it's written in a way that's germane to the character. Yes. The, prob- the problem that usually comes up is it's like totally rigid storytelling it's, where they just like. It stops the flow of the script. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Uh, off character for me. How many I need are there? a little more with how this do one. We, how do we kill them? We're in what Three the movie does the right. Area. We're in the movie what does what movie does right? Oh yeah, right shit. now we're in the wrong segment. <laughs> Jack, um, I Michael I Monroe. Is is I mean, that what she does right? I don't think her performance is very she's good. Fine, she's here she's and she's fine. a recognizable I actually, face so now. I would, I would, I would have a. I mean, I enjoyed seeing her in this, and I didn't know she was in here. What, what I would say really is. The charm of this movie was every single time a new character is introduced, I had to go on the same rabbit hole chase of like, wait, that's the guy from Bones. Motherfucker, that's the guy from Taken. That's Liam Neeson's friend from Taken. Every single time. Like there's there's three or four or five different, and then Lance Reddick is the last one to come on screen, and you're like, wait, that's Broyles from Fringe. Yeah, that's what Every everybody single... said. That's Broyles from Fringe. Yeah, because it's such a well regarded franchise. I Jack. think the one the one that did it the most for me was like her scumbag boyfriend who is from John Dies at the end, which oh, has I been a while. I didn't recognize him. That's, that's funny. the main character from John Dies at the end, which is yeah. a long time since we got it. It's, uh, yeah, yeah, I guess this is movie employs no, a it's lot not John. of characters. He's not John actors, in that movie, and it is very charming because of it. You're right about that yeah. yeah he plays david and john dies at the end. It, but on the flip side of that if i were watching this in movie theater and i couldn't get my phone out this movie would be absolutely fucking maddening yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so who let's are see. all of these people i the swear way, to god i've seen them before the way we've broke out the way i think we've landed here is that mike and Monroe's presence in the movie what the movie does right her performance not necessarily what it does right I she's fine. I love uh, she's fine. I love Adam Wingard, but what I would say here is it's not his best performance as a director trying to dial in dialogue. Like one of the things that's so good about Your Next is the dialogue is so organic and good and believable for a family that's like under a crazy yeah. amount of stress. And I mean, this is like kind of the same situation and a few of the line deliveries make no sense. Or <laughs> was is entirely his fault that this was the thing that made it to screen. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I could see that. I mean, it's a bit. It is a different movie. I mean, they're making a very different thing. Hold Mike on, I, I wrote one down. Oh, oh, oh. So the the worst line delivery in the entire movie is from the mom, and I have more to say on the mom later. But there's a line when they're fighting. I think it's when she. It's the climactic scene where she's like, "I called the the thing, and they said he was dead for two weeks." <laughs> ah! And he's like, "Oh, I'm a special ops agent. Of course they're gonna say I'm dead." But there's a line where she like storms off to her room, and the mom goes, "Hey, now, Anna." <laughs> and both my wife and I burst out laughing. Yeah, she <laughs> obviously doesn't give For a me, fuck. The yeah. one that was worse than that was Mike and Monroe. The last line of the film, 
which has got to be on the money. Uh, the last line where Mike and Rose says, what the fuck? And it's almost like record scratch. Dog looks at the camera. <laughs> well, I mean, it actually is like that because it's what the fuck and then bang with the <laughs> yeah, title card. Like, very took out they, I mean, any resonance that, f- that moment had. Well, but they that was also intentional, so that one's weird. They definitely played it for that effect. And yeah. I have it down later. Again, you're getting us Okay, fine, fuck. What else do we have in the movie does like right? Cuz I'm I mean, the action scenes are okay. I don't know if I'd put them I, in hard does right. I have a lot of things this movie does right, and we've touched on one of them so far. So, so this is gonna be the longest episode ever. The music definitely belongs here. The music fucking rules. In this, this like I, weird indie techno jam music. I did not care for it. So, so I it, agree it is with very Mark, much though. the Your Next vibe. Like the the theme from Your Next is also this driving techno nonsense. But it's, there's a whole crop of these what movies a crop. <laughs> that fit this that fit that do this that, that do this right like. It it there's this techno kind of like anachronistic like remix thing that's going on with this movie. It's in your next. It's in for other reasons. Uh, it follows, which also has Michael Monroe. But like, there's a lot of movies that do this, and yes. I agree with you. I don't think it necessarily like serves a purpose, but I enjoy it. It doesn't it's, serve it's the tone the, of the movie. <laughs> no, I don't. I mean, no, it's I, at mo- it's at its most jarring during the scene where they walk into the cowboy bar. Uh, and instead of playing some honky tonk or country or whatever the fuck, well, it I wouldn't would be, have liked that either. Like some southern rock or whatever. It's just this like driving like no 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 type techno thing. But it's, oh, and it is, it, it's less retro techno than like uh, uh, it follows. Certainly, it's more like well, yeah. weird jammy indie techno. Well, no, could, you know, well, no, you know what flips, this is. But then the there's there's two halves of it. There's the techno side of it, and then there's the goth music side. Of I it. I agree exactly what Jack's saying. You know what this is? This what? is like drive is what it is drive minus two levels maybe yeah, yeah I, this whole drive well, turned down a notch. this movie is drive minus two levels yeah kind of yeah <laughs> yeah yeah okay we got there this is yeah. drive minus two levels we yeah. should just review drive we, i mean Actually, that could be a horror movie right? i'll I fucking like pick it, it that's like one of my favorite i fucking love that movie that movie's really, really and it's good. almost for no one but it was so big Speaking ah. of commercial successes, that thing. I feel like people watch that shit because they're ready to see some Gosling, and then they had an issue. They, they had well, problems. No, they got, what, they got the auditioned, movie you're describing, by, auditioned yeah. by Gosling. The movie you're describing is the, the kind of the spiritual follow-up to that, which was, I think, Only God Forgives, okay. which was also Gosling, and people were like, oh, fuck, Drive was good. I'm going to watch this. This is going to be crazy, and it was like this weird. Oh, so it was the other way. Dramatic thing. So for a different crowd, the other way. Either way, I did like the soundtrack, but I like music like this. So yeah, I don't care for this music, and so I didn't like the music and didn't like how it didn't fit the tone. <laughs> Two to one, though, Jack. Uh, they they do some other stuff too. Like there's the scene. I mean, this is kind of weird, but there's like the random scene where I believe it's when David comes in to uh kind of apologize to Michael Monroe and say, "Hey, I'm out of here in a few days." And like every time he talks, they just play thunderclouds underneath yeah. his vocal track yeah it's a, it's a bit strange but like I, I don't know it worked for me in the moment i like the whole sonic landscape of this movie i agree jack doesn't two yeah. to one though yeah he's full of bad takes <laughs> what else you guy. got you have a whole list um i really i think there's a lot to say about the direction of individual dialogue and scenes in this movie but on balance i really liked the energy between the spiritual core two characters of this movie which are david and the son whose yeah. name i'm forgetting brandon Luke. His his name is Luke. He's played by Brendan Meyer. Oh, okay. I was like, that's a weird... So David and Luke 
are a very good on-screen pairing with each other. Sure. They they play well together. The scenes that they do, I enjoy the energy that they put out there in the world. I agree. On screen, they're very good. It doesn't make sense to me that Luke is like, I don't care that you murder people after a day and a half of him helping him with one bully. But I agree with you that when they're Yo, on screen Yo, he's been together, tortured by those guys forever. I he's mean, like the coolest thing to happen to his I life. Think he, in, yeah, he wanted to get out of that town. Time. He was kind of like fucked up. And he it wasn't like anyone that mattered to him. So he was like, eh. That that read he, weird to me, but I agree that he on helped screen, him finally right. self actualize. He's like, dude, whatever, I'll follow you to the end of the earth. Just tell me yeah, how I've, to stab yeah. people with a butterfly knife. This will be great. Yeah, Jack, I feel like that kid would maybe murder some people himself. He was getting let loose. He <laughs> kind of did, didn't? It wasn't he ultimately the one that murdered David. Well, if you want to, so call there him, you go. He, you he's he's already started. Hey, David you want to call die. that a murdering? His body count is one, and also it's not murder if it's self defense. So it's didn't yeah, murder. Yeah, so anyone. no. Boom, lawyered. David dies at the end. We're lawyers. <laughs> Wait, you said we're law- you're a lawyer too now? I don't know. Collectively, <laughs> we're an LLC, Mark. <laughs> Look, if you take the average between the two of you and you round up, then there's at least one lawyer between the two of you. Yeah, and that's the more generous way to do this. Yeah, I like great. Round up, then there's at least one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. If you round up, there's two lawyers between you. If you round up, no, you think, average th- one lawyer. I think you. People. I think you were right the first time, sir. I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, the last thing that I just wanted to say, and we've kind of danced around this entire time, the bar scene fucking rules. I would watch that bar scene on loop for. That's a I great mean, action scene. Hours. That is a great action scene. He's so it's so good. There's fucking ice in his veins, man. He's so cool. Well, and and I think the core of that is the way that it's played, like from a dialogue standpoint, like the whole way that he treats that is enjoyable like you want to see these assholes get their asses kicked and the way he systematically dismantles them is very enjoyable and then and this is this is one of the things i liked about it i did i as usual i read up like the the wikipedia synopsis of everything just to make sure i didn't miss anything after i watched the movie Mm -hmm. and the way they write it up is that in two different scenes because it says it here and then it says it down in the scene where he gets he gets the kid out of being expelled yeah. Um, that he uses his knowledge of the law <laughs> what? <laughs> to defuse the situation. Oh, when he's like, I'm going to pay for the damages, and like, here's what you're going to tell them because you don't want to get busted. Yeah, basically, like, yeah. if you bring the cops in, I'll just let them know yeah. that you didn't card these guys. I mean, that point, I think that's where the movie peaks in terms of your, like, how likable he is. Oh, yeah. Because this dude, yeah, this dude is, yeah. pe- this dude is a antagonist for sure, and, like, that's peak protagonist. But it's, all, it's also it's super, super yes. satisfying. Like in Mark in the principal's office, when he's like, because he's like they used. Oh, a so this was a hate crime, homophobic slur. Like you want this kid? It doesn't feel like he should be in trouble for hitting the kid with a ruler. Yeah. Well, right. Exactly. Also, dude, you get hit in the face with a ruler. Like unless it gets your eye, it's I, a yardstick. It's just a dude. It's still a ruler. That there shit, is extra. Have you ever torque. broken one of those fucking things? That but doesn't take you, that much if effort. You, if you held it like. Thin ways. If you broke it thin ways on someone, it would take some. Oh yeah, if you put it thin ways. Yes. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, but he didn't. It was. It was definitively not that way. Which would be like. I don't know. Yeah, he should have broken it thin ways. That would be awesome. (laughs) That would not break. It actually, it just wouldn't break. Is what would happen. If it did break, it'd do some fucking damage. Oh god, (laughs) hurt a lot. Yeah. (laughs) Good point though. He should have. Fuck. Missed opportunity. That's gonna take us to does middle. Uh, Mike and Monroe's performance. I think she is a good actor. I think she's at her best when she's playing like a hollow, 
wounded, broken character who kind of is like looking off into the middle distance and accepting her reality. She's because not Because you've so... seen two movies where that's what she does? Yeah, she's very good <laughs> okay. at it. She's not okay. so good when she has actual emotions to convey, like, I'm frightened by this guy I think is a murderer. She still seems hollow when she's doing so, that, and it doesn't read well. Jack, I, so, I, I'm okay with this take, but she does cry a lot in this movie, and she cries well. Like, cries I, it's a fine, believable yeah. cry. There's a believable cry here. I don't know, man. I didn't I didn't really have an issue with her. I just didn't think she had much to do and maybe that's the problem. She should have like she her character needed to be doing more and she wasn't doing it. I don't know. Uh, me, we're 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 breaching the topic that I wanted to get into with does wrong, but I don't think any of the middle. Ca- any of the characters are well realized. Oh god, no. <laughs> they had no they wanted to make an action movie with a super soldier in it and they were just like, I don't know, tack on some characters. Generic a, family a, around them. Put a pause on that. We'll come back to I'm it. I'm kind of okay with segment. that though. Like in certain way, like the the best realized characters are the two kids. Hundred percent. Oh, I mean, I mean, they're the only I, I think, characters. <laughs> yeah, I think. Yeah. What did I say? His name was Luke. Is the only actual realized character. Where I have a similar. She's idea. not too bad. She's not far behind him. He's just no. more likable. Yeah, he he does a he's, better job. Well, he's with more likable, but as far as like the the depth of the actual like character arc, he has goes, a better her character. whole thing is just like. I, well, I don't know. I guess now that I'm thinking about it, her whole thing is that she's just static, right? She doesn't mind staying in this town. Well, and she's getting the drug she, no. She's kind of gra- I I gathered that she was grappling with it. I mean, that was the whole reason that there yeah, was the insertion part of, of her boyfriend. Her parents hate him, and she doesn't want yeah. to leave him. Like to like give them. She is internally getting a little fed up with it, but she knows that there's like some quality there, and she can't just like move on. There's there's a bit. So it's maybe she's enough. like afraid of change. Sure. And by dumping her boyfriend, that is a acceptance that change has to happen even though or, there's the unknown there and she's afraid of it or so if she dumps him it's the mm, embrace of what she's afraid of or she, it's not that she's afraid of it but that she can't execute she's yeah, like see i didn't get any of this from the actual well movie. now this you're getting just it, reading into it well that's my point here that's part of the fun you fell for my trap sir <laughs> did i <laughs> i don't know was it your <laughs> trap yes did you set a trap i did did you try yeah are you sure mm-hmm are you going to keep saying yes to every question I ask? No. Great. Classic <laughs> answer. <laughs> Duck season. <laughs> Rabbit season. <laughs> um, hey, was the guy who played the arms dealer, that's Pete from Sneaky Pete, right? Oh, yeah. He was one of the other guys. So, um, I, I mean, one I of didn't the other guys, every down. person in this movie. Ethan Embry as Higgins. Yeah. Um, so, I was stuck on his his. Craig, the other guy that he met at the party, is another one of those dudes who's been in everything. He's he was in Grandma's Boy. He was in Bones. Um, there's Bones. another one that comes to me in a second. Hey, Starring Bones. Bones. <laughs> um, what was the th- so Ethan Embry's been in a whole bunch of stuff. He was the actual. He was the Navy guy. I was selling yeah, all the I guns. Knew That's from, what you're talking about. I knew him as uh, I think he's Pete in Sneaky Pete. Like the that whole show is Giovanni Ribisi pretending to be Pete, like assuming yes. Pete's. I think he's actually Pete. In that show. Yes, is he that is real? actually Pete, and he's Pete Murphy and Sneaky Pete. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hmm. In Sneaky in the Pete continuing, Can we just have a I mean, podcast where we talk about. I think Sneaky the most in the Patriot. continuing list of oh, this movie's just populated by a bunch of B list people who are recognizable, but they you don't know off the top of your head what they're from. <laughs> the most I don't know for for Ethan Embry though I I didn't know I don't know about Sneaky Pete, but he was in Devil's Candy, and he was jacked. Ethan Embry was the He's lead He's the guy. main dude in Devil's Candy? Yep. Fuck, we need to watch that movie. <laughs> it's good. Yes. Yeah, d- uh, dude, Devil's Candy's fantastic. Yeah. 
Uh, I mean, I would have picked it this time had you guys picked Heavy Metal over Classical, but instead, we're going to watch The Perfection. I mean, uh, not unhappy I mean, to watch both, The Perfection. Both good. I think Here's that was the my other top th- movie of the year that year. You don't know, though. You understand that I'm picking these because the, each of them are our top movie of the year, Jack. I forgot that. Mark, I was physically present. We talked about this. <laughs> hey, Mark, yeah. take a mental note. And he's also editing this episode. By the time we review it, he's going to have forgotten again. Yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> um, I wanted to highlight how much... This is a new high bar. This is a new high watermark for the level of deus ex machina you can put in a film. Okay. Uh, ah. And to a certain extent, it works because it's an action film. You just want to see asses get kicked and bubblegum get chewed. But also... There's so much shit here. It's just like, oh, sure, why didn't that work? You know, fine, yeah, let's just let's just do that. Let's just have some grenades in the back of the truck. Oh, yeah, let's just have him leave the handgun on the ground. Oh, sure, let's have him not shoot him in the head and shoot him in the stomach instead. Oh, yeah, let's have him stab him in the non-vital organs. <laughs> yeah, he's a super I, soldier. This, I mean, this is why I needed more fucking expo- exploitation. Jesus, uh, this is why I need more exposition because it's just like maybe he was a like in hand. He, maybe he. I mean, he he hardier. has to be. He has to be some level of healing factor because you can't just. It's funny that he's limping even though he was shot in the fucking chest and stabbed in the back. I think I can't remember how that. It's whole just the shrapnel. But like, but yeah, it's the thing that's in his leg that's really that's really hurting him. He can't walk away like a normal human being, but he doesn't have a hole in his heart. Okay. Um. <laughs> But it's it's funny in these like sort of super soldier movies where the main character is literally unbeatable. That's just who's the who's the character from the Marvel universe? I think that is just lucky. That's her whole thing. Yeah, uh, it's a Domino. Uh, Dom yeah, no. Domino's from the Cape. Yeah, well, which well, is another there's, there's movie, also another a show I want to talk about. Uh, yeah, well, it might be. I think it might be Domino as well from like the new dead, the the newer Deadpool movie. Anyways, there's that's a kind of what it is from Marvel who is in Deadpool and also X Men called Domino who is lucky. But okay, I, I don't know if you're I'm talking about someone else. There's also a character from the Cape called Domino. Did you ever watch the Cape, Jack? Oh, because I think I we could have a whole other conversation about with the Cape. The Cape, the cape was so oh good. Oh my god, I was obsessed <laughs> with the Cape. Yeah, the Cape, the Cape was fantastic. Um. I'm getting very off track here, but I just always think it's so remarkable how basically these people are only impervious to harm because they get so wildly, like there's so many variables that could happen. They're just like, nah, I'm going to stumble through this cornfield and then find a minivan. It's fine. (laughs) Yeah. Cool. Good, good connection on that one. Appreciate it. (laughs) There's a lot of deus ex machina. That's what my does middle. I don't disagree with you. I think it makes sense. I, I, I also like that. Like, I, it's it's Deus Ex Machina. I didn't quite get that vibe from this. It's not that things come out of nowhere at the last minute to save him, which I would attribute to Deus Ex Machina. It's more just that he's he has so much plot armor that like it's he was never going to die. I don't even think it's plot armor. Are those two things armor. that different? I don't think it's also just about him, right? Like, there's also the other scene would be that he like suddenly the fog machine is so thick that he can just slink away without moving the fog. Like, I, what are the writers doing? So, you're getting dangerously close. So, my middle thing was this Halloween setting in the high school. Yeah. Because uh, it's that objectively was... fucking cool and dumb that and was, fun. That was my third bullet point, which was the level of contrivance in this movie yeah. is, is off the fucking charts. Oh. It's in the stratosphere. They worried very <laughs> yeah. little about the writing of this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's what I was kind of joking about at the beginning. Of like, okay, so I want a super soldier movie set in New Mexico. But here's the thing, you guys. I want... 
I want the ending to be in a maze that's Halloween themed, a wash in velvety neon. How do we work that into the plot? Let's do that. <laughs> I thought that was fun. It was fun, but also <laughs> that's all that mattered. So there, I agree like, with you, and this is why it's middle because when you talk about that, that's fucking stupid. But when you watch that, yes. I didn't have any issues with it, and that's why it's in the middle. And exactly, no, yeah. I a hundred percent agree with that. It is the dumbest thing I've ever thought about, but it was super duper fun to watch. Yep. Yeah. I also just I like the concept of, especially because this kid's working on it for like a day in detention. They set it the whole thing up that he has like four weeks to. to this kid's build fucking. Dance. Michelangelo. Oh. <laughs> you want to jump in the Dude. legal corner for a fucking second? <laughs> yes. If you're being threatened with litigation, the worst thing you can possibly do is agree to some kind of middle ground. Because it shows you know you were wrong, but then you also still punished him for something you've now admitted was wrong. You've lost Jack, your entire lawsuit at this point. I don't think that's, I mean, that's good legal advice for the listening audience here, but I don't think this random vice principal would have known that. No, but he absolutely wouldn't, I mean, he shouldn't make decisions without talking to the school's counsel. They don't do that kind of thing on the fly. He deserves to be fired. He does deserve to be fired. I mean, most people deserve to be fired, let's be real. Let's fire everybody. Let's go to year zero here. <laughs> everybody gets fired, and they yeah. have to reapply for their jobs. Wh- and we'll Mark, just see how the whole Mark, thing shakes out. Wipe the slate clean. Eliminate the credit history. Blow up all of the buildings. Yes. Invent yes. an alternate personality. Yes. Start a yes. club that no one can talk about. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no. I like how subtle you were trying to be, and then you just like ran out of stuff. I guess. <laughs> what else? Uh, Buy furniture, but not from IKEA. Isn't that one of his main? Things? I don't think they ever. I don't. Th- I mean, they do do a lot on IKEA, but I don't think they ever specifically talk about like we need furniture. Look, you need to buy furniture. Just don't do it from IKEA. Yeah, that he talks happen. about IKEA for so long in that movie. That has to be. He likes to talk about IKEA. Yes, yeah. we're talking about Fight Club for the record. In case you're lost. Oh my god! Know, no, was- nobody was fucking lost. <laughs> that movie's. Jack, actually, you might be surprised now. if we have a younger audience. There's a chance. Yeah, it's a good movie. Go back Some of the younger issues. listeners will not know. That's a David Fincher classic. Yeah. It's slightly worse than Seven, which, callback, not a callback, connection, <laughs> the dad in this movie is the guy from is, Lust is the and guy Seven. It's yeah. another one of those instances. Who's also, he's also the buddy from Taken, the yeah. other like, security yeah, yeah, yeah. officer guy from More, Taken. His energy in this movie, I don't, know, I, I don't remember Taken as vividly as his frenetic freakout in Seven reminds me a lot of what he's doing in this movie. The parents are weird. In They're movie. so weird. Very weird. The, I th- it's forgivable from the dad's standpoint because he's on the he's on screen less than like the bullies are. He has, I mean, he has, he, he has two lines that I think both of them are like, "You want a drink before dinner?" <laughs> and the whole thing where he like gets mad at Michael Monroe before dinner sure. before he gets drinks for dinner. <laughs> I don't know his his stuff when he comes back and he like pours himself a glass full of whiskey and he's like kind of freaking out. I need to have a drink. Well done. <laughs> it's well done. It's it is well done, but like he they, he just seems sort of bleh. But the thing that uh, can we just get into does it wrong? Do we yeah, have let's go. Else? I've, I've been not... there for a while now. The We're thing, so fuck. Well, Jack's one been of, there. From the one start. of the things that this movie does wrong is the way they construct the mother character. She's on this. She's on screen for a pretty a good amount of a this lot. movie, and she's completely helpless. She's like barely a person. I they also I, never. I fe- know that this writing team knows how to create female characters, yeah. but. God, this they blanked on it for this one. They also yeah. never figured out what she's supposed to do. Like, she 
disbelieves him at first and then is fully on board and then is suspicious. Like, they never locked in what she, she's waffling from one thing to the next every scene. The whole, I mean, case in point would be the scene where she's in, where they were just talking about with the vice principal. And she's like, he's like, hey, can I come in with you? And she's like, yeah, sure. And then she's so, in the principal's office. What an insane she has thing. no lines. He does the entire thing. She just kind of puts a dumb smile on her face and walks out. And then he's like, hey, can I have a moment alone with the kid? And she's like, okay, cool. And she's leaves. known for like, like three days, two days. What, <laughs> what are it, you doing? <laughs> it is worth noting. It is worth noting that after your next, Simon Barrett, who wrote this, has had like not as good a track record. Like he wrote this, he wrote Blair Witch in 2016, which we all have feelings on. He wrote fucking Temple in 2017. Remind <laughs> me what that is. What's that? Uh, it, it was critically lambasted. I only know it by the poster, which is you'll. I'll show you the poster at okay. some other point. Uh, he he actually wrote and directed Seance from this year, which I have not yet seen. Yeah, so we no touched thoughts. on that during HRR. This yeah. does remind me that I do want to watch. Seance. Yeah, yeah. Um. Remind me, your next came out before this movie. That was 2011. 2010. This was, was 2014. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is three years after your next. They've figured shit out. They had a good movie on their hands. And I mean, Mark, it's possible to be. Everyone peaks, dude. That's true. Everyone peaks. Everyone peaks. What else does this movie do wrong? So much. <laughs> So much. I, I like that every time every time we have like dead silence where we're all trying to like frantically read through our notes, Jack's filler word is just so much. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he's ready to go. He's he's ta- ready I've been talking about it like I couldn't get through 30 seconds of what the movie does right without interrupting to talk about that's actually something I thought it did wrong. Well, I think the thing is that all this all that does wrong like funnels into fairly large categories, which I think we should try to keep it to, Jack. Do your best. All right. I mean, one We've talked about it in a number of different areas, but the the writing of this movie is an absolute mess. Just from... I I don't just mean... It's indulgent. It is very indulgent, but not only (laughs) from like a overarching story perspective, but even just a scene-to-scene like, why is he picking the sun up from school perspective? Like, there's so... There's so much that's just like... I think supposed to go unwritten that needs to not go unwritten or they, then the scene needs to start a little bit later. Like they, it feels like a lot of the scenes start where like at a point where it needs a little bit more explanation. If they started a little further into the action, it could get by without providing more. If it started a little early, but the where it started, they need to say more about how we got there. They need to kind of figure out whether or not the movie they're making is an episode of the a team or what would the alternative be? Like the follow-up to the movie Splice, <laughs> or, or you know, like was is he is he a fundamentally evil person who escaped and is now wreaking havoc in the universe, or is he a fundamentally good person and he's just being chased by people who don't want him to exist? Yeah, it just feels like on every level they didn't have quite a grasp on what they were trying to write. No, they came in at the middle, and then they made a movie about the middle, and they never thought about either end of the story. They were just yeah. like, look, I want to make an action movie. Stop asking me so many they questions. They storyboarded and the it'll... action scenes and then said, let's <laughs> connect these dots. And yeah, in a way, that's admirable. And I mean, in a bottle, this movie is pretty fucking cool. <laughs> but from a story standpoint, it's not going to get high marks because I don't uh, the before times and the after times of this movie just don't exist. Yeah. Like 100%. this isn't created in a world where time continues to exist or has existed prior to the plot. Of this. <laughs> no, it's just there. 
And and that I, mean, I don't know if I want more exposition though. I don't know what I want. I want more this or is... less. It's the wrong amount. That's what I'm saying. I'm not sure I know how to fix it, but I know this is wrong. <laughs> but doing less, they there was okay. I guess I want less then because it I made... want I want less specifics, but more like general <laughs> detail. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, you don't have to enumerate like specifically yeah. what you did In, to his genetic of code. Instead showing me the like... military like meeting in a law office room which was a very weird scene instead of showing me like that scene where the they're... fact that you think that's a law office room is real and you're a lawyer which makes me really question what i think is a law office room that was like a weird pentagon underground no, like that's enormous like a law office conference, conference room, room. there's is... a circle in the middle Jack, of it it was a wash in blue <laughs> that's that's what most law office conference rooms look like oh my god you have a weird career <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a conference room anymore, buddy. I'm a government lawyer again. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, day bow bow. Um, but day like, bow bow. That 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 scene alone. What if you replaced all the military stuff? Like even the scene in the the what the call the military call center. That was another weirdly specific scene to have in there that you didn't. What if like <laughs> instead of that you had them <laughs> just that. talking in hushed tones, like the military higher being like somebody's looking into this. Oh God, he's he must have gotten out. We're fucked. I I'm also a, I'm I love about, the concept. I'm about to whistle. Oh, you're in the oh you're in the military. What do you do? I I work in the call center. <laughs> I'm about to blow I mean, that's a real thing. Unless you I'm have sure something, it is. It's just funny to think if about. If you're going to enumerate on this, unless you have something other than this that is super specific and hard wrong, we're blowing the whistle because we are going into nitpicks. You were nitpicking the hell out of I that. I don't think I was nitpicking. I, I do love one of my nitpicks was that the thing that pops up on the screen was call KPG Corporation, <laughs> and it provides zero additional A information. She's like, I got this. Don't, yeah. don't contact your boss in the military. Call this corporation. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't say escalate up the chain of command. Is just call KPG at one eight. It doesn't even say this, but the understanding is we have a hotline. Yeah. Call one eight hundred KPG cares. Call one eight hundred. Let them know David. Our sent paramilitary you. experiment escaped. God damn it, dude. <laughs> This this poor sergeant goes home and she's like, I had a really weird day. I got a call from this girl in Me- in New Mexico, and. Now I think my own government's trying to kill me to silence. I don't know what's going on. I just tried to escalate up the chain of command. <laughs> I just called 1-800-KPG-CARES. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't have done that. God. What year is this movie set in also? Because I feel like... That's another one. I, I love that Micah Monroe has this whole run of movies where there's just like a completely... Anachronistic. Like <laughs> anachronistic like set of props. Thing. I, I picture this as being vaguely present day but like i mean in 2014 basically in 2014 this would have been like maybe five or six years old technology like maybe the late aughts is when this is set like maybe they wrote the script and they just took them a little while to make it but i'm saying or they made it it was an 18 year old making someone a mixed cd potentially yeah fuck no that's what we were doing when we were in high school in 2007 yeah but the people potentially seven years after no chance yes CD, uh, people like CDs still, dude. <laughs> I would say, yeah. I Especially mean, if they're CDs, into indie jammy techno. Mixed CDs were like definitely still a thing until probably like 2010, 2011. So, I mean, the late aughts <laughs> would have been fine for this shit. I think it would still be I fine. Had, I had a flip phone until 2013 I think it would still like be that. fine. So then like, I have I a different really nitpick with the CD. You don't put the CD in before you've made the playlist. Make the playlist, then you just put it into burn. The the that's a good it's a good point. I don't know if you can 
on a rewritable CD, I don't know if you can add tracks to it once it's been written. Well, uh, a rewritable you can. A CDRW for sure can. As long as you don't, ch- but you, a rewritable you would just overwrite the first songs on yes. it, right? Yeah, you so can't just have add to put them to the them. same songs yeah. on it. Yeah. God. Okay. Plus, MP3s are so much better. Spotify. Have we? How have we never talked about the miracle of technology that Spotify and Pandora and Groove Shark and all that other shit are? Spotify is so fidelity. much better than the other ones, though. It's comically better. <clears throat> yes. Yeah, but if you want that good audio, and Mark, make you your can't do make Spotify. your crush a Pandora playlist and see how that goes. That's <laughs> <laughs> good, man. Here's you're gonna be listening to music that I think the. The algorithm thinks I think of you. Here we go. <laughs> I it's guess mostly now, Jason Moran. I guess now they have Spotify Hi-Fi. I want to hear how that sounds. I don't know what that means. They're doing like the thing about the the knock on Spotify is a lot of people still choose not a lot like it's not mon- like from a huge monetary value standpoint, but people who care about their fidelity of their audio don't go Spotify because it's trash audio quality. Well, those people okay. are don't shake your head. That's a real liars. Thing. Well, <laughs> they yeah, cannot that's why hear the burning difference. CDs. That's why they're burning CDs. <laughs> so Jack. what's Spotify Hi-Fi? There's a new way to get higher Actually, you spot it, yeah, yeah. All the cables yeah. are gold, Mark. And then they got the headphones where the cables are gold. I don't know what it is, dude. And then they get $1.8 million carrots invol- in, in, implanted into I'm their I'm just trying team. to tell you it's a real thing. I'm the messenger You here. still haven't explained to me what it, you can just click a box and all of a sudden you're... I know you're paying for it's an upgrade. Okay. I and I'm you. sure that it's like lossless audio of some sort. I don't know how you get it. Everything's flack. Probably everything's a wav, probably flack. Flack is way better than wav. Yeah, it's probably flack. Better than flack. No, no, flack. Flack is better. Flack is better. Yes. Good lord. Do we upload this podcast as a flack? No. I feel like our listeners are losing a lot of information here. (laughs) They're missing on the subtle nuances of our the vocal quality. Starting next week, (laughs) our Patreon followers will get flack. Okay, here's what. We're gonna burn, we still up. We still. I still export it as an MP3. I then just convert yeah. it to. Yeah, and then you just convert website. the MP3 to and a flack. Once, if you're our highest Patreon level, once a year we'll randomly choose an episode and burn it onto a CD and send it to you. <laughs> make a, we'll each sign it. Make a fucking file of our Hawaii. podcast. Oh, that would back. be dope. It'll that probably come so with sick. a. It'll probably come with a box of chocolate covered macadamia nuts. <laughs> Hey, here's a what are the neat pick we have? upgraded to. Okay. Uh, is, do we have a handsome pick? This guy's eyes are so blue. He's so handsome. They had to do some adjustments, in, right? Especially when he's in the car with Micah Monroe they and he stares at the camera. Those are like yeah. some of the bluest eyes I've ever seen in my goddamn life. Yeah, you get lost in those, dude. Yeah. So lost. You get so lost. <laughs> so lost for you. I Yeah, as far as actors go, I don't have much Dan Stevens on my radar, no. but I, I I don't know why you could. I could. But you could. This makes you want to have Dan Stevens on your radar, right? Yeah. What? He's a hunk. He is He's a hunk. hunk with deep, beautiful blue eyes that oh I just want to get lost in. I, did I just want to jump out of a quarry and land in his deep blue eyes. Out of know? a quarry. <laughs> yeah, like a swimming hole. There is like the general. I'm trying to n- evoke some imagery here, Jack. Yeah. Jump we out of a quarry. We have talked about this a little bit, but like part of like the general nitpick is that like his level of like invincibility and strength is a little bit wonky in this movie. This kind of like plays into. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, like, the fact that you can't kill him, but, like, why? And, like, the keg thing really threw me off where he just had, like, one keg slung over his shoulder. He is inhumanly like, strong. That's yeah, not so real. Yeah, so I did, I did do a quick Googling on that. A full keg weighs about 160 to Mark, 180 Mark, we're abundantly pounds. aware of how we, much Yeah, we all three weighs. of us know very well how much kegs weigh. It's too much to do this. Yeah. <laughs> Listener, I just slung it over my shoulder. You could do it with an empty keg, no problem, but... Which is what not he did. Which he, like, keg. clearly did, yeah. yeah. 
That's like 20 pounds. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Those I don't were know. Those full. Jack, it's very generous of, of you to loop me in on me thinking that I know what a full keg weighs. I don't know if I've ever lifted a full keg in my life. Very heavy. <laughs> I'm a sweet summer child who's never <laughs> lifted a keg. Good God. Oh, man. Good God, man. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's a cool 350-pound lift that he's doing in that scene without really breaking a sweat. Exactly. I mean, it is. I'll, I'll tell you what. I understand why Mike and Monroe's friend falls in love with him immediately. That is a hot ass. If I saw someone doing that, I'd swoon. <laughs> that is a hot ass. I, it, <laughs> I, am I wrong? <laughs> no. Oh shit! Fuck. He played. He was the. I hated. I. I didn't hate this movie. Bothered me. He was the main guy in Apostle. Oh. Holy shit. Interesting. I knew it. That is interesting. Yeah, that was him. He's the guy who's like down in the tunnels. No, he's the main character. But does, is, that's the guy who goes down in the tunnels, right? And sees like the hag witch thing. Yes, and does everything else and does in the everything movie. Else? What kind of comment is that? Uh, dude, <laughs> literally <laughs> the guy that does everything in the movie is him, including that. You understand it's been four years since I've seen that movie, right? I mean, sure. It came out in 2018. Three years. Yeah. The movie bothered me. I know it did. It got, that one comes up. That that's in Jake's wheelhouse of movies that got under his skin a lot, yeah. <laughs> like more than I, uh, maybe. Uh, you should I, just pick it so we can unpack no, some things. I, I don't want to. I don't want to watch it again. I don't know. I uh, you just you, you just don't want to watch the the head squishy I scene. I fucking hated it. <laughs> hey, do we have any more important <laughs> hey. things to talk about? In Does wrong no. or nitpicks? Because the podcast let's leave. Is be five uh, hours long. Let's leave. Let's I love leave. I love that they made the choice to have Carver wear a duster the entire movie because you got to have the military police guy show up in a fucking duster. Let's leave. I only joke. remember That's... him in a bulletproof vest, not a duster. Oh, he's no, he's wearing a long ass duster slash trench coat. But also, coat isn't he explicitly not military? Wouldn't he be like paramilitary, this corporation? Sure, but I'll, I mean, fine, whatever. The, the 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 he's leading a ragtag group of commandos and he's wearing a fucking matrix trench coat. <laughs> he's Neo. He's pulling a Neo. Man, Matrix is a good um, movie. Fuck, let's go to ratings. Oh yeah. my god. <laughs> sure. I'm just gonna keep talking. About oh, she shoots. Hold on, real quick. <laughs> she shoots. She shoots an incandescent light bulb and it sets the hay on fire. That's the end of it. That was chill, though. That was fucking cool. That was not that chill. Whole, that's 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 yeah, wait. Chill. <laughs> yeah, you're right. ratings is now. <laughs> it was the exact opposite of chill. That whole sequence is melodramatic as fuck. We're going to ratings. <laughs> We, over at ADC Horror, use a 1 through 10 rating system to rate the movies we watch. For one, think about Bo Burnham, who would rate how he feels when he wakes up in the morning. Wake up at 11.30, feeling like a bag of shit. Oh no! And for 10, think about Holly Golightly, who would rate how going to Tiffany's makes her feel. I'm crazy about Tiffany's. But when I get it, the only thing that does any good is to jump into a cab and go to Tiffany's. Calms me down right away. The quietness and the proud look of it. Nothing very bad could happen to you there. Story is the first category to rate these movies. Mark, your pick. Rate this thing for story. I gave it a four. It's hmm. and the reason it's high. It does seem high. Then I think you guys are both going to give it is because it doesn't actively distract from the movie watching experience. I am fully able to recognize that this is a mess, but I also don't think this movie requires a good 
story rating to be. And it doesn't do much to like get in the way of the actual events of things. It's just like, uh, it basically like runs in, mumbles the word super soldier and then leaves. And that's kind of <laughs> all you really need it to be. Pretty much. It's almost judicious lack thereof story. <laughs> yes. I gave it a three and I was, I don't know that I have a good defense for not giving it a two based on some of the other twos I've given other than just, I really liked it. It's fun. I don't know. It's, it's very poorly written. I don't want to give this team a two for writing, but it's not a well-written movie. So I'm giving it a three. Jake, I gave it a four as well. I think my def- only defense in regard to like what what has transpired on this podcast, I guess, is that if I go broadest of broad strokes, like this is fine. I mean, we've we've seen it before. It's not novel, but it's not excruciatingly the same. I mean, it's it's interesting to have a movie that plays the way this does with like the super soldier element and the like old school kind of american family army level like it it's fine at best that's why it's a little bit lower than average but i had a hard time taking it lower than a four and i frankly am a little concerned that i didn't but oh well (laughs) yeah exactly i wanted to give it lower but i couldn't couldn't do it yeah bring myself to do it world building and immersion the second category mark what's your world building immersion score in a weird way that's a good lead into this category i have no idea where you guys are going to land. I gave this a seven because I enjoyed watching this immensely. As dumb as this movie is, I had a hell of a good time watching it. (laughs) Um, Which, in my mind, plays out as it, since none of the other categories are particularly high, had to come out as immersion. Like I was immersed in watching this every moment that Dan Steve, that's his name, right? Dan something or other uh, is on screen. David is on screen. I am captivated. I want to see him beat up some bullies or just embarrass a fucking VP or yeah. do, you know, have a shootout with some paramilitary, you know, mercenaries or whatever the fuck. Every time he's on screen, which is like 98% of this movie I'm in. And I want to see what kind of hijinks he's getting up to. So I wanted this to be a pretty high category. Yeah. I gave it a six. I agree with you. I was very immersed in this, but I penalized it a whole lot for the almost literal zero amount of world building. They did family in New Mexico was the entire amount of world building. They did. I don't even think they said New Mexico, Jack. They just said family somewhere. Yeah. And actually, I don't know why you guys thought New Mexico, because it's also near Florida. Aren't they trying to drive to he's going to Florida? Well, aren't they trying to drive to the dentist in Florida? The plastic. I don't know. They have there's New Mexico plates in this movie. Yeah. The only reason I said New Mexico is because it was filmed in New Mexico. Okay. And they had New Mexico plates in the car. I just assume set closer to Florida. But either way, uh, it doesn't look like it is. There is no amount like of world building, uh, but it is immersive. Oklahoma, maybe. Sure. Middle America. It's in Middle America. Hey. You could tell me. I mean, you could tell me seventeen different states this was set in. I'd believe each and every one of them. I, I give this a seven and a half. I, I found it to be really immersive. It kind of went in the melodramatic lane at the end there, but honestly, I was enjoying it, so it didn't bother me. Uh, but yeah, I enjoyable watch. Absurd questions but whatever <laughs> don't care <laughs> scare factor mark what's your scare factor score i i gave it a one and a half i i mean i don't they they set up the end to at least attempt to Fucking. be a horror movie there's a there's a maze that's a little spooky and it is kind of like the i don't love these movies i think i don't like the movies where like the 
crazy person is in your life and you can't get rid of them because it is so aggravating to watch. And so like that actually does kind of really get under my skin in a way that like other stuff gets under my skin in a way that I, I enjoy and it makes me feel scared and like gives me that endorphin response. And that's like why I like horror movies. The other movies where there's like the crazy ex lover or the guy who's living with you that you can't get rid of or mother. If you guys have seen that, um, that just I that it just gives me anxiety and is weird and I think that counts for something in this category. I I give it okay. a one. I I I I was not scared at any point by this movie. I think it's too absurd and they the tone is not at any point scary and the scene that's supposed to be scary, like you said, Mark, in the maze, the music fucking ruins any amount of tension that there could have possibly been. Uh, it's it's comical. Um, at that point so one for me Jake what's your scare factor yeah I mean they're not setting out to make a horror movie it's hard to give them horror points from the scare side at least I truly can't tell whether or not they thought this was going to be a horror movie no they They couldn't have they're smart men poster makes it seem like it is a horror they're just it's an action movie for genre fans yeah exactly we've already talked about this and we're going to talk about it again somehow uh it's a one for me. Like they didn't try to make it scary. They put a little bit of like sensibility at the end with the Halloweeniness. But yeah, it's it's not a scary movie, so I'm not going to award any points. Effects or judicious lack thereof. Mark, I gave it a six and a half. It generally looks pretty good. They have good props. They have good action sequences. The set at the end is great. Is great. Yeah. Um. But yeah, ultimately it's in service of kind of a mess. So. The the cap on the effect score is right about there. Give it a six. Six and a half. Six and a half. I gave it a six. Uh, Mark, I fully agree with you. I was impressed, by, especially they have a lot of attention to detail with the guns, um, which, you know, somebody, they like, that, that's a lot of work to get all that stuff pretty right, but. Not enough rotating barrels. <laughs> not a not a ton of, uh, like, not a super high degree of difficulty here, but they also, what they do looks good. Six. Jake. Jack, hold on. Jack, the thing that you just just said brought something up that I wanted to talk about. I do love that it's like a running theme in Wingard and uh, who remind me who wrote this? The Simon Barrett. Yeah, Simon Barrett. Thank you. It's a running theme with them that they love to include like the details of people clearing corners, but they every single fucking time they do it wrong. Yeah. None of the people check their sixes correctly. <laughs> they're they're they they're like I watched a documentary on this one time on the Discovery Channel ten years do. ago, and now I'm an expert in how the military works at clearing corners. Especially when Sorry, they get like details about taking a gun apart and putting it back together exactly right. Like it's crazy. Jake, gotta check your six. Uh, I gave it a seven and a half. I agree with everything Mark said. I'll add even, I mean, you said this earlier in the episode, Mark, that you really enjoyed the like soundscape, all the sonic qualities of the film. So I'll just add on like that's, I think what played into this. I don't necessarily think, as I mentioned that it holds, it, it doesn't make sense that it's there, but I like it the way, just the way that all the music came off again. But yeah, it overall was good. Yeah. That's going to take us into overall Mark. What's your overall score? I gave it a four and a half, and I do not want that to be an indictment of the movie as a whole because this movie fucking is super fun. <laughs> I I kind of would recommend people watch this movie despite the fact that I'm giving it a substantially lower than average score. But yeah, as a horror movie, I'm not going to be like, oh yeah, you should watch The Guest. It's so scary. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely understand what you're saying. I gave it a four. It's a, <laughs> like I had fun watching it, but 
it's not a horror movie and it's very stupid. It's like I, it's hard to give it a higher score than a four at this point. So just the scene, just the scene where he turns around and rolls both frag grenades along the floor, and then there's like a ten. <laughs> With like oh, a long it's so fuse. long, and he, and he does like a like a. And he just walks along the window. He doesn't even like duck. He's just like he does like a sassy eye anyway. roll and a sigh on it. He's like, <sighs> and then throws the grenades. It's very weird. Get, gotta tie very up weird. these loose ends. Waka waka. <laughs> Jake. <laughs> I gave it a five. I know you guys said it'd be hard to give it more than a four, and I was going to basically say it'd be hard to give it more than a five. I don't have much of a justification. I enjoyed watching it. It's not really a horror movie. Good pick, Mark. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> well, who is this for, Mark? Who the hell is for this whom for? The hell is uh, this? For whom the hell is this? For whom Dude, the hell is this? I'm never going to get it right. <laughs> Ever. That can't possibly it be this. <laughs> <laughs> for whom the hell is this? I this mean, is if you for wanna, whom the hell. It's been okay we're not technically to end your sentence with a preposition for a couple of years now because people are fucking animals and don't know God, how to speak properly. This. For a couple of years, he says. For a couple of years. They, Mark, they, Mark, they officially Mark. approved it in 2017. Yeah, it's I mean, they did in the okay. Red Book. Like, It's literally okay. Yes? Accurate. Yes, it is. No, that's accurate. Yeah, I know, um, I know but it was just the, that we butchered that, too. Here's genre the thing. fans who want to watch an action movie. We People did who want to watch... Yeah, 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 yeah. And if you want someone to watch Drive, but they're not ready for Drive. <laughs> Who's not ready for Drive? Uh, I feel like a lot of people aren't ready for Drive. I want to watch Drive now. Yeah, there's a lot going I'm, on in Drive. I'm probably going to watch Drive tonight. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm at least going to watch the opening scene. Yeah. Uh, I could, Yeah, it's... That's it. We don't have anything else to say about who, for whom the hell is this, so. It's, the, it's those people. Genre fans who want action and people wait, who aren't okay, ready to drive. Wait, okay, so wait. Is the, is the converse of that sentence, for whom the hell is this not? We're not doing this. No. What? We aren't covering that base. What is the inverse of that sentence? Whatever. Why do we need to know? I just want because I'm, I'm a, gr- I'm a grammatical scholar. I want to know. Boom. That can't possibly be well, I think we're going to be just, okay. Mark, the base I thought there is a very weird thing to say. If you're trying to say, who the hell isn't this for? That's a weird sentence to begin <laughs> with. So the grammatically correct version of that is also very weird. For whom the hell isn't? Let's get the hell out of here. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Go. This has been episode 227 of the A to Z Horrorcast. If you like what we have going on, you're still here listening, which might be a shock because I think this is one of our longer episodes <laughs> you in think? recent memory. <laughs> Woo! Hey, we had a lot to talk about. This is going to be one of our shortest episodes in recent memory. Well, then check out what we have going on on our website. Go to social media. You might want to consider becoming a Patreon member. As Jack mentioned at the top of the episode, all of the funds have been and are going to continue going to Feeding America so you can feel good about your donation, essentially. And you're going to continue to get really good content. Not quite all the funds, unlike last year. You've done this before, but in the inverse. When I said proceeds one time, you lambasted me. I'm not going to get into it. Well, it's definitely funds is it. definitely wrong. <laughs> the word okay. of the word of the J- the, uh, the word of the day from Jake is lambasted. By the way. <laughs> I said it thrice. Yeah, thrice, twice. which is a lot of times. It is. I, well, you get on a roll and you just can't stop. You know, <laughs> a Rolling Stone collects no moss, Jack. Exactly. Uh, as always, the music has been coming at you from Super Bear. There are links down there in the description below as well, along with all the others that I just mentioned. And next week, we're going to move on to my second pick of the current crop. And crap. it's going to be the original, original, original <laughs> fog. The John fog. Carpenter. The original The Fog. John Carpenter's The Fog. The original The Fog of the original The John Carpenter's The Fog. Nailed it. Until next week, get your buddies, grabs. Get your buddies, grab some beers, and go watch some horror movies. Have a great week, everybody. I like the way his nuts got twisted off of him.